Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chav Gimel, five lines in the bottom of Chav Beis Amma Beis. We are starting in the Gemara in our Mishnah. We saw that in order to inform all the people that were outside of Yishlaim and even the people that lived in Golis as to when Bezdin was Mekadosh to Chaydish, the Shluchay Bezdin would go up on mountains and they would wave torches in order to show that Bezdin was Mekadosh to Chaydish. And this was done prior to the implementation of sending Shluchim. And of course, this was a cheaper way to do it. And of course, got the message out much quicker. But at some point, it couldn't be done anymore as the Mishnah states. At the point that the Kutim will mechalkal this and they actually lit fires at a time that really the Chaydish was mole, but they actually wanted to be a Chaydish Chasa and therefore Bezinel Misakin to send out actual messengers instead of lighting flames and waving them from the top of mountains. And Agamar starts and says, My Mashiv Masin Lishan the Yikudu. Our Mishnah said that Masiyan Masuas, they would light up flames, they would light torches. So how do we know the Lashan Masiyan means to light up fire? The Chsibat says in the Pasuk, the David, after David won the Muhammad with the Plishtim, and the Pasuk says that the Plishtim left Avaidazarus over there, and then it says, and David and his people burnt these Avaidazarus, David, that David burnt them. We learned in that the only time that we had the procedure to light fires and go up on the mountains in order to go and tell people that it was Rishchidish was only on a month that actually was seen in its proper time, meaning when the new moon was seen on the 30th day of the Chaydish, which is its proper time because then it would be a Chaydish that was Chasa, and they would follow this procedure as Rashi says, in order to tell people that the month was already Mekudish. And and when would they light the fires? The night of the 31st, meaning the evening between the 30th and the 31st day, that would be a time that they would light the fire. Of course, they would have to do this at night because, of course, a torch and the flame of a torch is only visible at night and not during the daytime. But the Gemara says, so from this price, it's Muchach, then we were only on a Chaydish that was Chasa, where Chaydish was on the 30th day of the prior month. But on Mali, this procedure was not followed when the Chaydish was Mali and when Chaydish was on the 31st day. My time, why is it? Our Rabzir, Rabzir states, because there'll be a problem if Chaydish is Chasa and it fell on Friday. Amos Avdi, when will you go and light these torches? When Shabbos is over, on Matzah Shabbos, because of course on Friday night they couldn't light torches because it's also to make a fire on Shabbos. And if you'll tell me that we should actually go and light fires even when it's a Chaydish Mole, so then people will actually make a mistake and we turn to Rav Chav Gimel Amen Aleph. Amri, because the people that will see the flames, they'll be Mesupik and they'll say, Hi Chasu, maybe this month was really Chasa. Maybe the reason why they didn't do it on Friday night, since it was Shabbos and therefore it was impossible, and that's why it's being lit tonight to show us that it was actually Chasa. Or maybe they'll say, Mole, who that really this Chaydish was in Mole, who was Mani Abdul, and this is the proper time to wave the torches, and that's why they're waving it on Matzah Shabbos. And as Rashi explains, I will hash the Lord, didn't allow Chasa, now that we only light the fires on a month that was a Chaydish Chasa, Kiyavdinu Matzah Shabbos, when we actually light the fires on Matzah Shabbos, Yodi the Chasu, then everyone knows that it actually was a Chaydish that was Chasa, because otherwise there would be no reason why they're lighting torches. And if they don't light it on Matzah Shabbos, it must be that it was a Mali. And Tysus on the bottom of Chav Beis on Beis says that really the Gemara also could have said that the Xerah of Rabzera would be that Rish Chaydish would be Mali that fell on a Shabbos, we would have the same problem that we wouldn't know if it was a Chaydish Mali or if it was a Chaydish Chasa. But the Gemara still bothers and says, Why don't we light torches? It doesn't make a difference it would be a Chaydish Mali or a Chaydish Chasa. And even if you have a Chaydish that was Chasa that falls on Erev Shabbos, I'll give you Eitzah, don't actually light the torches 
at all on such a chaydish. Therefore, Friday night you can't light because of course it's Shabbos. And even much Shabbos don't light. And then everyone will realize that it must have been a chaydish chaso. The kivan of dinu matzah Shabbos. Once people see that we didn't light any torches this month, not even a much Shabbos. But dinu amale. And generally, if it would have been male, we would have lit on matzah Shabbos the night going into the thirty-second day. Mediyade the chaso. Then everyone will realize that this month is definitely a chaydish chaso. And if it would have been a chaydish male, they actually would have lit torches on the night of matzah Shabbos. And the Gemara answers, Afilu hachi that even so, people will still make a mistake and they'll say, Ami, hi, Malihu, that really this Chaydish was a Mali, the Haidle Avdi, and the reason why they didn't go and light the torches on Machu Shabbos is Snusu, the Snusay, that it was some sort of Oynis that happened, that that's why they couldn't light the torches. And Rashi says, What type of Oynis? Beshikri Shal Mishtai Shabbos, that the Shliach that would go and light up the torches, that was his job, and he got Shikr on Shabbos, and maybe that's why he didn't light the torches on Machu Shabbos, but therefore people would get confused, and that's why we said we only light torches on a Chasa, and therefore, if on Matzah Shabbos they lit a torch, then people will realize that was a Chasa. And if they don't light a torch, then people will realize that this Chaydish is a Chaydish Mali. And the top types of the Amid points out, the Lechaira, even at this point, that they didn't actually go and light torches on Mali at all, but maybe when Rish Chaydish would actually be a Mali and it would fall on a Shabbos, maybe people will say, really it's a Chasa, and the reason why they didn't do it on Matzah Shabbos is because the Shliach Bezdin got drunk, and that's why he didn't light it on Matzah Shabbos, but really it was a Chaydish Chasa, and you'll have the same question, and that says, If the Takana would have been that we light fires and we light torches, it doesn't make a difference if it was a Chaydish Chaso or if it was a Chaydish Mali. So, so when on a Matzah Shabbos they don't do it at all, then people will say it probably is a case that the person was an Oynest. But in the case where sometimes we go and we light torches on a Chaydish Chaso, but a Chaydish Mali we never light torches, at the point that we don't light on Matzah Shabbos, then of course the person won't be titled and say the person got drunk but they'll say since on a standard Malay we don't like torches this is like a standard month that they didn't actually like the torch and therefore they realize that was a Chaydish Malay and Rashi and Diva says the same concept of Tyson and the same Svara based on a different question that Rashi's bothered by over there I and Shum and the Gemara now is that we said that we actually go and we light torches on a Chaydish that's Chasa but not on a Chaydish that's Malay so for Gemara we should do exactly the opposite, let's light torches on a chaydish that's mali, and let's not light torches when the prior chaydish was a chaydish chasa at all. And as Rashi points out, and if Rish chaydish is chasa and it falls out on Erev Shabbos, and people see that we don't light torches, of course not on Friday night, which is Shabbos, and not on much Shabbos either because it's a chaydish chasa, so people will realize that it's chaydish chasa because if it was a chaydish mali, then they would have lit torches on much Shabbos. And this is where Rashi says, Tyson's point, and such a case we are only lighting on one month in that case we're not going to be toiled that maybe the person got drunk but we're going to be toiled on which is on a chaydish chasa that we don't light torches and the Gemara answers Amar Baya Baya says that if we would light on Mali and not on chasa then it'll come out that every single year on Rish Chaydish Tishri which is Rosh Hashanah the people will actually have to be bottled for Malacha because they'll have to keep two days of Yantiv Rosh Hashanah because the first day of Yantiv they're going to keep me soffit because maybe it was a chaydish chasa and since we only light torches on the night after the 31st day, then they won't even know that it was Chaydish Chasa until after the second day of Yantiv. However, now that we're that we only light a torch on Chaydish Chasa, then right after the first day of Yantiv, they'll know that it was a Chaydish Chasa, and that was the standard as we learned, and therefore it was very infrequently that they would have a Malay, and therefore on most years, they would be able to keep one day of Rosh Hashanah, because right after the first day of Rosh Hashanah, they would be able to see the torches that are being lit, 
and they would know that it was actually Rosh Hashanah only on that day, and the second day is not actually Rosh Hashanah. And as Rashi therefore points out, the only time they would actually have two days of Rosh Hashanah was only when it was actually Moba. Now Tais points out that we're not only talking about once a year that there would be this problem, but on every Rosh Chodesh, because they weren't ruggled to do Malacha on Rosh Chodesh, and Tais brings down from the Gemara Masech Megillah that states that the reason why we have four aliyahs on Rosh Chodesh is because on Rosh Chodesh there's no bitter Malachalam because people didn't work. Now even though we're saying over here that people didn't work, Tais is in Masech Megillah and in other places, he says that that was only by women and not by men. And Tais of course is mashed like that over here as well because he says that Tais says the reason why women had a special Yantav Rosh Chodesh was on the Sechar that they didn't actually give the men that jewelry in order to make the ego as he brings from a medrash and we continue with our Gemara so we said how do they actually go and make these fires and what were the procedures so we said they brought Kleinzer Shal Erez so the Gemara says there are four species of Sida Erez number one is Sida Kasram which is actually found in Targum Unglis in Pashas Noyach by the Teva Benigea Ate Gaifa Eight Shem and Uvarish and the Gemara explains Kasram Amurab that's Adra that's referring to the Adra tree which is in Mesechus Bay and Dates Vavim Bays, and as we said, it's also in Noyach by the Teva called Ati Gaifa. Tvei Roshila Amit Mavliga for Amit Lazu Gumish. Some say it was Mavliga and some say it was Gumish. We'll play the Rabbi Baruchuna and Rabbi Yehuda that said that there are four types of Rosim is actually Chaluk on Rabbi Baruchuna. And Tais points out that it's only been a game Mekach Memkudei's Chaluk as to what's called an Erez. Rabbi Yehuda holds it's only four, and as we'll see, Rabbi Baruchuna holds that there are actually ten different Rosim. But Tais brings a Raya that Rabbi Yehuda also agrees to Rabbi Baruchuna that there are actually ten different Rosim in the world. And Tais also brings from Yishalmi that he's Choshev Asrim Vabad that they actually count 24 different types of species of cedar trees. And the Gemara continues the Amr Rabba Puna Amri Bey Rabbi said in Yeshiva Rabba Sarah Mina Rosam and there are 10 different species of cedar. Shinem as it says in the Pasuk Etim Bamidba placed in the Midba Erez Shita Vahadas Ve'et Shemen Asim Barava placed in Arava Burash Tidda Visashur Yachtam. Now if you count the Pasuk right away it's actually only 7 but the Gemara will discuss that. And now the Gemara discusses what are these. So Erez is ours is referring to a cedar. Shita Tunisa some say it's pine tree. Hadas is Asas talking about a myrtle, talking about a dastum that we use on sukkets. Eight Shem is a pasm is referring to a balsam. Burash is Barat is boxwood. Tidar is Shaga is some sort of a fir tree. Ta'ashur Shiriva. So the Gemara is Hani Shiva. These are only seven. You're telling me they were ten. Kiyas Ravdimi Omar. When Ravdimi came from Eretzal, he said, Hasiva Alim. They increased on that and they added on to that. Elainim Elmainim Elmaigim. Elainim is Butmi. Elainim refers to an elm tree. Elmainim is Bluti is referring to an oak tree. Elmaigim Kasis. Elmaigim refers to coral which grows on the seabed in an ocean. Ikadami. Elainim Elmainim Elmaigim. Elainim is Ori. Elmainim is Dobi. Is some sort of chestnut tree. Elmaigim is Kasis referring to the Coral of the ocean. And now that we spoke about coral, the Gemara continues to discuss a Pasuk in Yeshaya that says, that the great ships will not be able to pass over there. What is it referring to? In the time of the Bayesh Lishi, there will be a stream that will start in the base of Middash as a very narrow stream and will keep getting larger and stronger until the point that even the larger ships would not be able to withstand the strong currents. So Amirav Zuburning Dead that's referring to this great ship. Hechi Avdu, what were these great ships used for? Maisushis Alfi Gavr betrays Yahisha so they would bring six thousand people and they would work for 12 months, or some say, Amila, Trace Alpha Gavri, there were 12,000 people, and they would work for six months of the year, and they would fill up this great ship with sand until it was so heavy that it rested on the floor of the ground. And Rashi says that the sea at that point where these corals grow are not that deep. And after the ship rested and settled on the seabed, so at that point, and the divers would go into the sea, 
They would take one side of strong flax ropes and they would tie it onto the coral. They would take the other side of these ropes and tie it to the ships. And then they would start removing the sand. The shuttle of rain and throw it out of the ship. The as the ship would rise, the coral which was growing in the seabed and had very deep roots and was very strong, it would actually rip out and they were able to now go and take this coral and sell it. And of course, since it was very hard to get this coral, it was very expensive. And one ounce, one measurement of this coral would be sold for two ounces of silver. Basically, every ounce of the coral would go and be priced at two ounces of silver. There were actually three ports that were around that area. Tati Bermai, two ports were by the Armenian port, and some have the gear so it was by Rome. The Chod Bay Pasai, and one was by Persia. The Bermai, Maskekasisa, the ones were by Amai. That was weird. They did this process and they would dive in order to get the coral. The Bay Pasai and the Persian port, Maskemagnaisa, they would dive into that port, into the ocean, in order to retrieve pearls. And it was called the King's Port. When a Kaj Baruch brings us out back to Shlaim, that every single cedar that was taken by the Goyim will eventually be returned to us. As Shinem, it says in the Pasuk, Etimamidba, Eret Shita, Be'em Midba El Shlaim, and the Midba in that Pasuk is referring to Shlaim. Shinem, at Siyam, Midba Hayasa, that Siyam became a Midba when the Churban happened. There's a Pasuk in Yeshaya. Someone learns Torah and he doesn't teach to others. He's similar to Hadas that's found in Midba, that even though the Hadas has a lot of fragrance and it could be Mahana to someone else, but Lamaisa, no one's around to have that Hanah. If anyone learns Torah and they teach it to others, we aren't any other Talmud. That's similar to a Hadith that's found in Midbar where it's fragrant and that's much more appreciated and beloved because it's so rare and therefore it's much more valuable. Woe to the Goyim that they don't have any way to have it. In the place of the Nechoshes that the Goyim took from the base of Migdash and that they stole from Chal Yisrael, then they could bring kapar and bring gold. V'sachas ha-bazal, in place of iron, al-vikasa, they could bring silver. V'sachas ha-etzim, nechoshes, and in place of wood, they could bring nechoshes. V'sachas ha-banim, and in place of stone, bazal, they could bring iron. So for everything that has monetary value, the Goyim can have kapar by bringing something in replacement for it. But but in place of the Asaru Gemachas, Rabbi Kiva and his friends, what could the Goyim bring to replace it? And on them, it says in Yoel, and Rashi explains over there that even if I want to go and cleanse them from all the various in the world, that's what the word vinikasi means. Then kama However, the blood of Rabbi Kiva and his friends, that's something that Kaj can't be meichel for them and he can't cleanse them from. And the Gemara continues, when we base built in, so we said that they go from this place called base built in. My base built in, what is this place called base built in? So Armorav, and we turned off Chav Gimel, Armorav, Zu Biram, this is referring to a city called Biram. My Gaila, what it's referring to it and says, when we be built in like a bonfire. This is referring to Pumpadisa, which was the greatest city in Bavla. Of course, the entire Bavla wasn't lit up like a bonfire. It just means the specific city of Pumpadisa where most of Klaisa and most Talmud were learning at that point. What does it mean in the Mishnah when it said that everyone would stand on the houses and it looked like a bonfire? That every single person in the town took a torch in their hand and they went up to the rooftop and therefore the entire city looked like a large bonfire. That not only did they light fires on those mountains that we mentioned in Mishnah, Har Mishcha, Satavah, Gafina, 
Chavrin and Beis Bilton, but they also lit fires on Charm, Vekaya, and Gedya, and its neighboring mountains. So, some say that these were mountains that were between these other mountains that we mentioned in the Mishnah. That these were actually on the other side of Eretzal. According to this Pshat, the Mishnah is counting and discussing one side of Eretzal that went in one direction towards Babel, and the Brisa we are, Rab Shimon ben Elazar tells us, that's discussing mountains that were on the other side of Eretzal that brought us with another direction towards Babel, and therefore more people were able to see the fires. That between each of these mountains that we mentioned in our Mishnah, between Hamishra and Seatava, Seatava and Gufina, Gufina and Chivrin and Chivrin and Base Bilton, so there were four different locations, they were all equidistant, and there were eight passes between each of them. Therefore, if you count them up, there were four spaces, and therefore it comes out to Tlossam and Tartan, there were 32 passes total. Nowadays, if we want to travel there, it's more than eight passes between each of these mountains. Amabaya says, after the Chubin Base Migdash, is Tatumi is that all these roads were stuffed up and therefore they were impassable and now if you want to go there you have to go a longer route on different roads it says in the Pasuk in Hashem now I will close up your roads with the ones which was a and then the Pasuk says and you won't be able to find your roads he brings another Pasuk from by Pierce referring to the Pierce of Eretz Yisrael were closed up and were twisted so we see from these Pesukim that even though in the time of the base of Migdash, that it was eight passes between each of these mountains, but that was referring to a time that they had straight roads from one mountain to the other, like the crow flies. But nowadays, since those roads were stuffed up, we have new roads that take us a much longer time to get from one area to the other. And we continue with the new Mishnah. That it was a large chutzah, a large courtyard in Yishlaim, and it was called Beisiyazek. And in that area, all the Eden would gather. Some say that this was only when Rishchidish would fall out on Shabbos, and some say this was all the time in order to have a gathering place that Bezdin could go and check out these Edim. Who Bezdin Baikai says, Shaman, this is what we have Bezdin would check them out. And they would make great large feasts in order that people should want to come at other times. But originally, when they came on Shabbos and therefore they went out of that home, then people would not be able to leave that area for the remainder of the day. As Tyson and Rashi both point out, if someone goes out of that home, you only have four Amis, and the Chatzah that we were in, that was considered like the Dalamis because any Chatzah that's surrounded by walls, that's considered a person Dalamis. And then Taisus says in the Taisus, he says that even though we know Yishlaim also had walls, but there was a time that the Greeks actually broke through those walls, and therefore Yishlaim was not considered a walled city, and that's why they would not be able to walk in the entire Yishlaim. But then at the end of the Taisus, Taisus comes out that even Yishlaim, maybe that's where they were able to walk. And when it says it means from Yishlaim. But the mission continues at that point, since it was difficult for people to remain there the entire day. That they should get a new Tchum Shabbos and they would be able to walk 2,000 Amis from the edge of that city, from the edge of Yishlaim, and therefore they restarted that Tchum Shabbos. Not only did he make a Takana for these people that came to St. Edith for Kiddush HaKhidish, also for a midwife that came to help a woman give birth. If a person came out of Tchum in order to save people from a fire, or from an army that was invading, or from a river that was overflowing and was threatening people and people may die or from a collapsed building they all get a din like they're from this city from before Shabbos and therefore they get a new 2,000 Amis to all directions of the city and the Gemara starts is the word in the Mishnah or is it a positive 
that they surrounded the city and they made a nice wall and this Chatzah Gedolah had a positive name and it was a positive connotation or Dilma or maybe Beis Yazik that the Lashon was Beis Yazik Lishner the Tzaira which is Lashon of pain as it says in Pasuk who also Bazikim that Yemir was tied up in chains and Rashi says Hashem Shasurim Ke'ilu Bazikim that's just like they were tied up in chains She'ein Zazmi Shom Kalayon because they weren't able to go anywhere the entire day so the Gemara says Amabaya Tashma Bring Uriah Sudas Gedolah Ha'Islam Shom that they made great Sudas in that area for them Kadeshi Regil Lavi in order that they should want to come which shows that it was a positive experience and that Gemara says Dilma Tati Avibu Enechinami was a positive experience in the sense that they had great Sudas but still was not Kishmak for them because they felt that they were tied up, and therefore maybe it was actually called Beis Yazik as a Lashon of Tsar. And we continue with the Mishnah. Kate because Edom, how would they check out Edom? Zug Shabarishan, the first group that came, Baik Kalesarishan, they would check them out first. Or Machdisa saw Gadosh Ben, and they would take the oldest one of that group, Varim Lane, they would say to him, and Mark, Kate said, How do you see the Levana? Was the moon in front of the sun or after the sun? Was it to the sun's north or to the sun's south? How did it appear? Was it very high or low? Which way was the moon leaning? Which way was its crescent leaning? And how thick was the crescent? And the mission explains if the Edom would say that it was in front of the Chama, it's not considered any Haggadah, that for sure couldn't be. It's not a Metzias, that's possible. Then they bring in the second aid, or they check him out. If they find that the first aid and the second aid, the words come out exactly the same, then we accept their aid. And even though now we don't need the rest of the peers of Edom, that came to say Edus, Shoyim Lai Yisrael Rashi Dvarim. We still ask them the main points. Lo Yisrael Yitzchikim, and not because we need them. And look at Eishlo Yitzchik B'Pachin Nefesh. Only in order they don't go out to press and downcast. B'Shvil Shiyirim Lavai. And this way they would come back another time. And they won't feel that they wasted their time by coming and that they were useless. And even though we didn't explain now Lefnei Chama or Laachar Chama or the words Lefsvayin Ledraima that clearly. However, the Gemara will get into that tomorrow, and hopefully we'll start with Akdama by the next year, and we will stop over here.